So welcome to the uh, Camp IT uh, podcast. Uh, you know, um, we've been spending a lot of time based around relationships, um, the power of camp. Um, and uh, this particular podcast, we have uh, two special people um, that I'm proud to call friends, uh, that Susie and I are proud to call friends. Um, and when we go to Australia, we go out of our way to connect with these two wonderfully humble, honest, fun uh, people. So I'm, I'm building them up big. So, uh, but uh, we know one of them is Carms and one of them is Mick. Uh, so I'll let them sort of tell you a little bit about themselves and the relationships that they formed at camp by starting with a simple question. And, and maybe we'll go ladies first. Carms, first and foremost, you came to camp for some reason, <laughs> right? Uh, so tell us what brought you to camp. Um, and then from that, uh, we'll generate some, uh, some of the other conversation topics about the relationships that formed. Yeah, well, when I was 16, I was working in a video shop, if people still know what videos are. And the guy I work with, I was saying to him, how cool would it be if you could go to one of those summer camps? And he said to me, you can. I worked there a couple of years ago. And so from when I was 16, I knew that that's something I wanted to do and I had finished school and uni and everything. So got to 2010 and I was done with all my study and off I went ready to teach swimming and make a lot of friends and just get to experience America, I guess, and the different culture and all the things we'd seen in the movies. So aside from the movies, you know, um, when you got to camp, you had a few different roles. So just let the world know what was CARMS. Like, you know, I can't buy it till you get a last name. So were there a few titles? And then part two of that, was it like the movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my first three summers I was CARM Swim. And then my last two summers I was CARMS HC. So I was on, I was Upper Lake Camp HC and then I was Hill Camp HC for one year each. Um, and yes, it was definitely like the movies. It was everything that I had hoped it would be. And then so much more, because I guess in the movies, they don't really show how close you become with the people that you're working with and the kids that you're working with. And it just was next level. So it was an amazing experience. One that I still would talk about at least once a week, if not more. If people allowed you to continue to talk about it, right? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to shut me up if I could keep talking about it. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and next to you, uh, or in the other room, I should say, uh, is Mick. Mick, um, think back. I know it's been a little while now, though. What brought you to camp? Uh, what roles did you have? Uh, yeah, so what, 2006 was my first summer. So that's starting to go back a fair way now. Um, God, what brought me there? Um, just along the, the same ideas as Carmel, that just to experience, um, to get out, to travel. Um, I was 21. I just turned 21. Um, so I was keen to, to get that traveling going. My sister, um, a few years beforehand, uh, went to America and did the whole summer camp thing. Didn't go to IHC, went to a, another camp. Um, and, of course, then she came home and just raved about it and said to me that I've got to go and do it. And so I just started looking at it. Uh, I was working in the city here in Sydney and I literally just Googled one day American summer camps. And from that, BUNAT came up and IEP, uh, which is what Indian Head um, sort of used to recruit uh, at the time uh, overseas staff. And I just filled out an application with that and it sort of went from there. Um, next thing I know, I was getting um, emails from Joel. I was in contact with him. 
Um, and I think at the bottom of my form and some box or something I wrote down that I played golf. And next thing I know, I was getting emails from them saying, do you, do you play golf? Like, we need a golf instructor. So that's how I started my time at IHC in 2006. So I, I came in as, uh, as Mick Golf. Yeah, and, and to this day, we are, even though you had different roles later on, we still call you Mick Golf. Like, um... Yeah, that's, that's part of the IHC thing, obviously. Yeah. You said you, when you become a member of staff, you, whatever job you're doing, that's your name. Um, and uh, the next year, I was golf as well. I was golf director. Um, and then the year after that, I, I moved over to the GL space, um, so the more counsellor space, and became a GL, but I was, um, I was still Mick Golf. I think that summer, 2008, I was GL. I think I was Golf GL, which can get start getting a bit confusing, but I think that summer I was just Golf GL because everyone called yeah. me Golf because I was, I was <laughs> Mick Golf. golf. So then I became yeah. Golf GL because that was just my name. Yeah, and, and there's definitely certain identities that come with that and the relationships that call, you know, come again. I'm, I still refer to myself as Mark OPT, even though my role exactly, has changed yeah. greatly, yeah. greatly over the years. Um, but in more importantly, you know, this particular, this time of year when, when people think like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, relationships, love, 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 you know, there is this love. There are these relationships, friendships, uh, marriages, and things that form. Before we get to where you and Carms and Carms and Mick, where you guys kind of met, which is a truly amazing story in and of itself, um, are you still in contact? You know, because I tell people like you're going to build relationships. Are there people from those years, um, those formative yeah. years? And, you know, what was it about those years that made it so tight that you are still in contact? For oh, sure. I yeah. I've. Oh, who's, who's going to go? Yeah, either first. one. I love it. Yeah, whoever wants to go. I love that you both. Come on, goes first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, definitely. We're still friends. Like uh, at our wedding a couple of years ago, we had so I think there was almost twenty people from camp that were able to come to our wedding, and some of the girls, especially the ones that I was on swim with and that I got to travel with after camp in those first few years, and were on a staff day off with me, um, we're still incredibly close and we still even during all this COVID time and lockdown we've been having the opportunity to get together on zoom and sort of catch up that way since we couldn't see each other and you know we always joke whenever we message each other or um, send old pictures or whatever from times when we have caught up we always are hashtagging at camp friends are the best friends and they really are because they've just gone through this experience with you that's like nothing else um, and yeah, I would still say the people from camp, whether they're in Australia or from overseas, are some of my best friends in the world. So I feel very fortunate to have had that experience and made those connections. Awesome. Mick, yeah, care to share? Yeah, pretty much exactly the same. Um, whoever's listening to this, campers, um, future staff, previous staff, they all know just the relationships you build from, from IHC. Um, and for us as staff members, um, it's, it's a unique relationship because before the kids or the campers get there, we, um, sorry. that's our, sorry, that's our dog going off. Um, before, um, uh, yeah, yeah a little archer <laughs> running around. I think someone's over the back fence, so he's having a bark. He's keeping us safe. Gotcha. That's keeping um, it real though. That's what I love about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, um, uh, this, this, the staff are the first people you meet. Before the campers arrive to, uh, to the camp, staff can be together for weeks, maybe a month or two, doing pre-camp and getting camp ready. 
Um, so straight off the bat, you, you start building those relationships. Um, and I remember, yeah, my first summer in 06, um, I was pretty nervous. I was pretty worried. I was traveling by myself. I wasn't going with a group of people. Um, and I remember we I flew into New York, first time sort of overseas, first time in America. Uh, we got sent to a hostel um, there in New York, in, uh, in Manhattan. And Bunak, the company that ran it, um, sort of got us all there and gave us an intro and stuff like that. And right then and there, we met a handful of people going to IHC. Uh, I remember I met one girl, Lucy, uh, a couple of English guys, James, who will now call him Archery, because um, that's just his name. Um, and so what, that's day one back in 2006, and I'm still best mates with them. Uh, I went to Archery's wedding uh, back in 2012. Uh, Lucy came to our wedding. Um, just a year, uh, two years ago. Um, and you had so two just, friends, sorry, you had two friends from camp as part of your groomsmen in our wedding as well. So, Yeah, exactly. And then one of my best mates, uh, Mikey uh, Babington, uh, Mikey Bodie, um, he was a groomsman at my wedding. Um, and these are all people we met at camp. Um, and I just remember it was that first day um, and I'm still sort of best friends with them. Um, not just people we have messages with or emails with, you know, we go to each other's weddings. We're groomsmen and best men at, at each other's weddings and people make the effort to fly across the country, across across the planet to come to weddings and, and get togethers and reunions. I mean, back before, which we'll get into how Carmel and I met and get married, before I uh, did that and I was travelling a lot after camp, I would constantly go back to the UK because um, there's a big staff base over there, obviously, um, just for re reunions and just for catch-ups catch and someone would just send a message out to say, oh, we're doing this reunion in Leeds um, in a couple of months. Who's keen? And here I am sitting in my room in Sydney going, yeah, I'll come to that. Sure enough, I book flights <laughs> and do a do a trip over to England, mainly just for an IHC reunion. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd tack some other travel onto it, but the main purpose was, oh, there's a reunion, uh, staff reunion for camp. I'm, I'm going to be there with bells on. And um, that's, yeah, because of those relationships and those friendships, I, I want to see those people. I want to hang out with them again. I want to re reminisce about our time at camp and, um, and talk about all sorts of things going on. And now it's, you know, we're talking about our marriages, our kids, um, and it's just all moved to that, to that next level and that next step, sorry, in our, in our lives. And we've all gone through that together. We've started at camp together and now, yeah, we're all sort of a lot of us are parents and got kids similar ages and, we're all just counting down the days till we can sign them up to um to be either, either <laughs> or 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 staff uh, or staff yeah exactly I mean it's just beautiful I mean it just reiterates what what we know um you know as staff members that we try and let new staff coming in and I love how you said is being nervous being the first time but within the literally the first day you met people that you made connections with and still have connections to this day and and carms just again you speaking to the fact and you know i've been in a privileged position to be able to come to australia with susie uh, and see you and, and be at the wedding and and recognize just the power and the honesty and integrity and the, the trueness of those friendships and you know it's not forced you know it's not like you're putting on a show like it's it truly are this is who we are at camp and this is who we are in this world um and it makes for very comfortable friendships um and stuff so <laughs> I, I think the best part of this is just the unlikeliness, but likeliness that you two met. 
because just to set the standard uh, for everyone listening, they were never at camp together, right? And I'll just start with that, is that Carm, you were a different generation. Mick, you were, you know, different generation. I was the older generation, yeah. The older (laughs) generation. Not as as older generation as you, Mark, but. Sorry, exactly. I'm the, I'm the oldest generation. Here, so thank you for bringing that out. Uh, so, t- you know, just tell us, because I think it's one of those amazing, you can make a romantic comedy out of this. Um, um, but maybe just take us through the, yeah. the shortened version of, uh, you know, how does camp unite you two? Well, I think Carmel knows this story inside and out and absolutely loves it. And will tell it to anyone that wants to listen. So this is this is all for her. So go, go for it. Go for it, honey. Hey, but, but Mick, I mean, feel free if there's some, uh, you know, things you need to clarify, you're, you are more than welcome to, to share that with the, the podcast public here, you know. Okay. I, I wouldn't want to interrupt her because she gets on a roll, but uh, yeah, I'll jump yeah. in. If she, if she gets anything wrong, I'll, 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 uh, yeah. I'll fix it up. All right. Well. Uh, so we met online on a dating site actually over here a couple of years ago and you were meant to answer all these questions and go through all these sort of formalities but Michael jumped ahead and the way he caught my attention was he said, um, is that a gator that you're driving in your photos and is that Susie you've got in a picture with you and I bet you can tell me what IHC stands for. And I wrote back and I said, okay, you've really, you've caught my attention. Who are you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We decided we'd go on a date and um, we just spent the entire night talking about camp. And so we realised we had so many different connections that we had actually been at a reunion together in Melbourne a few years earlier and we even had a picture of us together with like one person in between us. Um, We had been to, I had been to his his house before to drop off another camp friend who was staying with him. Um, I'd run into some of his other friends at the beach before. We had just so many mutual friends, so we had plenty to talk about that night. So on our second date, we said, okay, we're not allowed to talk about camp because we have to make sure we actually have something in common. Am I doing all right so far, Michael? Have I missed anything? Yeah, very good. I'm actually I'm writing some notes. I'm taking notes here. <laughs> <laughs> just getting it right. Just on the um, – um, but uh, I will uh, – I will add something in if I could. Um, just on the Melbourne reunion that we had, I can't remember what year that was. What year was that, Mark? Do you know? 2000. Oh, um, yeah. Tw- it was when 11, David and Shelley 10? were there as well. Yeah. No, it would yeah, have been David and Shelley were there. That was, it was a big one. It January was really 2014, yeah. I think. So, yeah. It was a very large reunion, and, and I would say multiple generations were there. Would, would you agree, Matt? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. It was, um, yeah, it was quite funny, which brings me on to my point. Yeah, so there's that photo, the, the big photo of everyone at, at it. And I think Carmel and I are just a couple of heads away from each other. And we didn't really, we didn't meet that night. We didn't talk. There was no sparks flying or anything like that. But what I do remember from that night was there was this new generation of, 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 of staff that were very yappy, very loud, didn't really <laughs> want to talk too much to the, to the older staff. It was all about them because they were the current crop of staff. And, and I remember there was this blonde girl that was like, I don't think I really like her too much. She's quite, quite annoying. She's quite chatty. Um, geez, like you were probably the only one that didn't think that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but um, yeah, so I, I just, yeah, just recall that. Um, so it wasn't that initial because that could have been the moment we first met, but it wasn't that initial yeah. sparks flying sort of thing. Um, it obviously took some time, and then then it was years later that we sort of were on this this dating website and, and sort of met, and I saw those photos 
Um, and yeah, Susie was on one of the photos and I, I recognised Susie. And then I recognised the gator that um, obviously drives around camp a lot and recognised a couple of the background uh, places of, of the photos that were taken. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure that's she's gone to IHC. So I just sent her this message. Um, what does IHC mean to you? Which I think, yeah, freaked her out. And um, yeah, then we got we got chatting, and um, we didn't actually chat too much online. We, we sort of we met up quite quickly and went for that sort of first date. And yeah, like Carmel said, it was uh, all about camp that first uh, first date. And then we said to ourselves, for the next date, we've we've got to actually talk. We can't talk about camp. That's the rule we set to make sure that we could still talk to each other and have have a conversation, and not just revolve around camp. Because as everyone knows that when you're in that camp sort of clique, that camp group, uh, staff or campers or whatever, you, you just talk about camp. You just always revolve around talking about IHC, which is, which is great. But when you're starting a relationship with someone to see if there's something there, um, we made that rule that, hey, we can't talk about camp. We've got to actually talk about something else to see if we, we have that clique. And then, of course, we did and, and the rest is history and off we went from there. But I'll let Carmel fill in, fill in the rest. Yeah, well, I think that was pretty much it. That we sort of dated for a couple of years, and then you realised it didn't matter that I had been there at a different time to you. It was still, <laughs> still amazing. But what we love now was, as we said before, like at our wedding, there were so many people from camp there, and I think even all throughout our speeches, there was lots of references to camp and just talking about how lucky we were to have those experiences that have really made us the people that we are today. Um, I know as a teacher. The skills I learn at camp, uh, I'm still using every single day, whether it's just the way to communicate or the games that we've learned and things like that. Um, it's really, as I said, I think about camp all the time. And we love it now because now we have a little baby and we'll dance around in the kitchen singing Nancy, Nancy Tucker songs to him. Um, so Amazing. whether he Amazing. likes it or not, he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be having camp as part of his life, whether he ends up there or not, he'll always hear about it and get to know the friends and everything that we got to make. So sort of camp will be living on in our family, I would say. <laughs> Amazing. And, you know, and I can just add, you know, for those, you know, who don't know Carms and Mick, incredibly genuine people. And Susie and I absolutely uh, look forward to the times that we're able to spend with you. It was an honor to, to be a part of your wedding. Um, and I try and let staff know, and the reason we're doing these podcasts is to let people know outside staff, campers, parents, you know, camp is real and it does create bonds that last a lifetime. And, uh, you know, when, when we found out you were getting married, when we found out you were pregnant, like your family and that family never would have happened, right? Had you not gone to camp, I think. I truly mean, yeah. you know, that in the most positive kismic way that, you know, you met because of your your love for camp, even though it was separate. And and Mick, to this day, I still laugh, like, because at that reunion, you know, we're inclusive at camp and everyone supports each other. But the fact that had you met that night, would you be where you are today? Or did it require that extra bit of time and space and, you know, amongst to then circle back and say, wow, we do have this connection. And then to see it full bloom at your wedding. Um, you know, at the after, you know, sort of barbecue and sitting in the pool and seeing the generations and Susie and I getting to talk with those people. And it was like only yesterday, even though those staff members hadn't been to camp in nine years, 10 years, you can reminisce about camp, 
but you can also talk about things in the future. And I think that's a great point. You said, you know, camp is just one part of it. There's so much more that we all bring. And I love that you find the best in each other, you know, in that. So that's it. And I think you find like in each other, you, you're the same, you know, you have the same values and the same ideas of how you should live your life because of, you know, that's why you're at camp because you had the same sort of dreams in common then. And then now that's sort of what keeps us close together as well because we've got those same values of, you know, connecting with people and, you know, looking after one another and that sort of thing and building friendships and um, that's sort of what keeps us strong. And I love that one of the only arguments we ever have is who loved camp more and it was clearly me because <laughs> I was there for five years and he was only three. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, she got it. me by two years. So. You got, you got you by two years, right? The real world called you back. Uh, I'm sure that's what it was. Well, yeah. before we end this, I always, you know, doing this relationship segment, I've gotten into this. If you can say one positive trait about the other, um, something that you're really appreciative in your relationship, um, you know, that it is, what's that one sort of spark that you look forward to? Not to put you on the spot, but to put you on the spot, you know, what do you appreciate <laughs> about each other in, in, a, in a sentence or less? Michael, you might well, have who's to go gonna first go? on this one. Yeah. Oh, you need to. You don't have to. You have yeah. to think about it, do you? No, this <laughs> um, I've got to narrow it down. There's too many. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. Um, <laughs> great, great answer. Great answer. Yeah. Um, well, Carmel's my everything. She's my life now. She's my wife. She's the mother of um, our little boy. Um, so my life, my wife, my life now revolves around my wife. Um, and I, <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, and that is all because of Indian Head. Um, I suppose there's a lot of staff relationships that, that started at camp and we probably didn't um, start the traditional way actually meeting at camp. We was sort of outside that. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way and it's it's just been amazing. And I don't think we would have progressed our relationship and had that connection if we didn't both go to Indian Head and that's yeah. how we had that common ground and how we progressed there. Sorry, that's a bit longer than a couple of words or a sentence, but... Pretty much, she's my. I, I, I think it's a win. Yeah. I think it's a win, though, because I see I can see Carms in this, this, and she's smiling. So that's, that's a good answer, right? That's always good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was happy with that. Happy um, wife, happy life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I would say with Michael, he is probably just the most caring person that I know. He knows how to look after me and look after everybody else, and he just he. I don't know, I, I can't explain it, I don't think quite as eloquently, but I think we're very, very fortunate to have ended up together and lots of people that know me always knew that I was jealous of those people that had the camp romance, Mark and Susie were my, my goals. Um, and I ended up with it, I ended up with my, my camp love and I just couldn't be happier and I just think I'm so fortunate to end up with the best, best man in the world in my opinion. And again, oh yeah, it's all through camp. Well, thank you. Uh, well, thank, thank you so much. Um, so we're, we're going to end it at that because, again, you guys are getting me all teary-eyed. And I think there's, uh, you know, <laughs> just thinking about it is beautiful. Um, but, again, Carms and Meg, thank you so much for joining on this podcast. Um, have a wonderful Valentine's week, but a wonderful life um, supporting each other um, and uh, the fam that you guys are starting. Yeah, thank you. Thank we you, Mark. Yeah, sure. great, great topic, great idea. We could, yeah, like Carmel said, we could talk for hours about this, but, yeah, very, very good. So thank you very much. All right.